It is so well defined what we have to do today. We got to go to work. We got to do. Hello, everyone. It is time for another NFL in London podcast. Wade McWayne and Ryan Call are here for you. Yes, we are. Preseason. Preseason. Ah, week two. Week two of preseason. Make the bets now. Make the bets now. Your team has won. Uh, your team and they've they won one preseason game. They're, they've already won. Do you um, think like professional gamblers bet on the preseason, or are they just definitely. like this is this definitely. really, or do you think this is just like this is just stupid, stupid money? Because it's just it feels like if you thought the regular season was unpredictable, <laughs> picking the preseason winners is almost impossible. You almost go with the worst team. The almost, real professional gamblers that I know bet on everything. This is why no. they probably they don't have families like the guys that I know. They're pro gamblers. <laughs> they they end up moving to Vegas, uh, you know, because that's where everything goes. Or they used to think right. that, or Europe. Uh, but they, they're mostly they get single. Like they get nicknames like Johnny the Rat and Jimmy the Greek. And they but there's gamblers. ups and downs, you know, in professional gambling. So you've got to deal with a multitude of emotions and someone who could lose the house. Oh, really? I, I only experience the, the joys of gambling. I, I, I don't know yeah, about you. Yeah, it's, it's amazing. It's nothing but smooth sailing the moment I place a bet. The, I mean, look, professional gambling, you're going to take losses, and uh, but you got to bet big to win big as well. So those okay. are the things is you've, you've got to be able to throw down $10 million, Yeah, exactly. Which, uh, you know, uh, you've got to have a big bankroll, and um, that's how you become big. But none of, neither of us are. However, we do have good betting tips. So if you do want to... Well, I'm uh, feeling much better about this year. I'm excited to do some bets this year. I, so think, I, can't, then, I mean, can't wait. There's an article we've got on the website of just some cheeky Super Bowl bets. You know, like early on Super Bowl bets. You know, like, you know, this is... You know, to take the you know, the, the Ravens early on, you know? Well, I have a little sneaky Super Bowl Ooh. bet. I'm not... Is yeah, it the Bills? No, you know what? I'm I'm not going to pick the Bills just because every time I pick them, they don't go. So they're going to not pick them in the mm. event that they go. Wow. go a little uh, reverse psychology on myself is oh. what I'm doing. That's, that's, so, uh, how does that work on you? But it's a little nice one. It's a nice one from the AFC. It's going to be a good one. Okay. It's the I Chargers. I spoil it. I'm not telling you. No, you're not telling me. Uh, We've we've got secrets on this show. It's no secret. Because it could change barring injury. It could change barring injury. Wow. I mean, we look at that. uh, We look at Russell Gage is already out barring injury. Yeah. And uh, and there goes the Tampa Bay's chances once again. (laughs) Very good. Down the toilet. Once again. I mean, he's just another... Victim of Tom Brady bringing a guy around and then just run yeah. bails on him and now he's hurt. He's came back all for this and yeah, he's just had a lot of bad luck. A lot of people thought last year when he was with Tampa, he was going to be that little kind of missing piece. Like Tom Brady mm-hmm. was just talking him up all all oh, yeah. season. Well, he was such a speedster season. for uh, for Atlanta. So I mean, for Atlanta, yeah. You know, when you watch, he was so, in four seasons with Atlanta and and he was just one of those guys, explosive when they had such that wide receiving unit. You're just like, oh my god! And when you thought, okay, yeah. he goes to Tampa Bay, this guy's gonna let it up. But yeah, he got injured last year, injured again. So like, when that happens, it's it's where our receivers they can just be replaced so easily. So a couple of injuries, it's gonna it's gonna have you hard for his future, especially when he wasn't like super productive before. Well, it's not not like a running back getting injured. Like you get injured, it's like you're yeah, dead. you're dead to us. You might as well take you out the back and shoot you like a horse. Yeah, yeah. Running this. back. That's going to be the they do next year. Sorry. From now on, new rule: break your tear an ACL. That blue tent comes up, and then you just hear the bang. 
It would be funny. Though. <laughs> it would be funny, though, if the byproduct of all of these running backs being like sort of cut, go to like the XFL, or USFL and rip it up. And imagine you just have a team. It's just like, here you go. And gives it to Zeke or gives yeah. it to like. Or the, and, the and Saudis it's just like, create a. Wow. The Saudis gonna, create a very, a very uh, running back friendly league. We know so the there'll be a Saudi Chinese league soon, and and I will play. I will, I will, I will play. I will coach. Um, yeah. and it would it would be one of those things. Um, man, so much NFL news going on. Let's let's talk about uh, the running back situation. We mentioned uh, Zeke, and uh, he's a Patriot now. Uh, Woohoo! Hey, well, he's and paid pretty well, actually, considering like how much everyone said he was washed and how he kind of just looks old and slow. Um, he, he still got paid. He got about six and a half million. Uh, still, had 12, still had 12 touchdowns last year. You forget about that. He had like 800 yards. I think the thing that he brings in, he's an amazing blocker. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So in the past, he's one of those guys you could just let, let loose. But again, he is going to be the ultimate now vulture of Ramondre Stevenson touchdowns. So if oh, you yeah. did your fantasy draft yeah. and you took Ramondre just feeling good about yourself, and then Zeke's going to come and eat all those touchdowns away. So that would be a guy now I would kind of stay away from now in, in fantasy drafts a little you bit. Would, uh, Ramondre, or, or... Ramondre? Ramondre, Ramondre. I wouldn't touch Zeke anyway. Like Zeke would be a good kind of fourth running back plug in. Well, but it is hard. I really don't. I don't really know what the Patriots' plan is this year. It feels like they're going back to like Dicka days. We're just going eighty-five Bears. We're just going to run it and play amazing defense and just hope this thing. We just frustrate the hell out of teams uh, because that's kind of feels they're going big running backs. They're going to pound you, um, and because they don't from coming out of camp and all the reports are is that the receivers just haven't been haven't been good this year. They've been some like. Uh, real atrocious reports just saying that like you wouldn't even put the their first on the third on a lot of teams so i don't know i i like i guess the pick's fine i think it's one of those things you missed out on hopkins you missed out on david cook it's like all right we'll, we'll take some we gotta make some noise in the afc east while everyone else is loading up first off i think you're, you're confusing the 85 bears with like the 93 bears the 85 bears were brilliant jim mcmahon Wide receivers. No, I mean Walter they're going with the mentality of oh, the no. 85. I think not the skill set. No, I, I think, well, I think they're going with the mentality of, of the Bears after that, which is run the ball. We've got no quarterback, uh, a quarterback that they're going to have to keep changing. I, I, I can't see that the Mac Jones being the solution there. Um, well, especially when they have this young guy coming in who's basically uh, coming in playing excellent for them. I can't remember what his name was. He was like a, they were playing him as a receiver. Number number three, camp. yeah. I mean, it's, I think it was it like looked... Cunningham or Robin, something like that. And he had an excellent first game. So again, with when you have Bailey Zappi and and Mac Jones, and it doesn't feel like Belichick and Mac Jones really even like each other. So oh, well, I don't know great. how pretty this is going to get. But that's great it's for gonna Belichick. Get ugly. I think it's going to get ugly. But it's almost like he's going to do the San Francisco model. He's just going to do a budget version of it, which is, you know, just grind, grind. He's got a great defense. The Patriots have a good defense already. So you've got a quarterback, a whole bunch of committee of them. So just go through them, let them fight it out. And a whole bunch of running backs, let them fight it out. Um, yeah. Who knows? And and they know that they're in such a competitive division that it's like, all right, it's war. It's it's war, boys. Who knows? Um, yeah. 
But I don't Zeke, think it moves the needle at all with the Patriots. Yeah, it does. And I, then, I don't see it. I don't know, but it does. It does touch on a good point you mentioned, which is when you do add a good running back to another running back. When you've got Romani Stevenson, you're like, okay, certain guys, you know, like, okay, this is the guy of the team. You know, when you're doing fantasy, it's one thing when people are looking at fantasy and going, okay, there's like three guys on that team. When you get one guy on that team, you know he's going to get you a lot of fantasy points. So now you're like, ah, damn it, that got split. That got yeah, split. well, exactly. That's happened. And usually your second back's going to be a bit more like shifty and can catch and do all that. So it seems like you've got two running backs that are kind of similar in a way. Just these just guys will just beat you down, likes to take the hits. And no one's taken more touches than Zeke. Like he's only 27. He's like has so much mileage on him. Like the Cowboys just ran him into the ground, basically. Yeah, so I know. I'm, I'm interested to see what he even has left in the tank. He didn't do any training camp, so you know he's got to catch up. But usually, running backs are the ones you can kind of squeeze in. It's all in, a lot of it's instinct. I think there's also that like auditioning for Belichick. Like you know, you don't like he's a veteran enough to know you. You don't show up and go, Nah, I'll be fine. Nah, I don't have to work out tomorrow. No, let's go to Arby's. You know, it's like no, we're <laughs> like I'm working every day. Uh, you know. You've got to watch yeah, no. you got to be part of it. It's because every year there's always a story coming out of Patriots camp of someone's decided to retire. They're like, I was nah. going to play one more year that they went to New England. They're like, nah, not, not for me. Too hard, too retire. hard. Training camp, too hard. <laughs> so yeah, that's why Zeke is like, I'm not doing a Belichick training camp. I'll come in after. The the running back drama continues because uh, everyone was, was courting this person. Everyone was trying to get a finger in the panties well, of everyone. Dalvin Cook. I, well, everyone did get a finger. Was. In the panties. I don't probably shouldn't say that. I'm I don't think anyone I, was really interested. Oh, come on, Miami. I think Miami, Miami was. I think Miami, Miami was. wanted him. I think there's a lot of people that would have loved to have had a Dalvin Cook. And would have loved to have a Dalvin. Come on. Every team go, hey, would you like a little Dalvin Cook? Well, Damn, yeah, I'd love, I'd love a little Dalvin Cook. We'd all love a little Dalvin Cook. The Jets got a little Dalvin Cook. Now I mean I mean, we look at so Rogers is done, I guess. You know, maybe he didn't like the Packers enough because he, you know, we are, I always bemoan the fact it's like if you really want the team to win, then you got to take a cut for yourself and share it with the Brady method. You know, I don't need to make this much money. I'll make it in the back end. I'm rich enough. Pay yeah. other people. Rogers well, he does, it when he's, does it when he's 30, 40 years old. Well, yeah. After ayahuasca and, and mushrooms, like, oh, maybe I, maybe I was an asshole. Um, so, now he's cut this money, $35 million, which allows Dalvin Cook. And now I guess they're trying to get Bakhtiari as well. Um, but Dalvin... Well, there's rumors about that, yeah. Rumors. I don't see that happening. Come on. But first he's... of all, they, don't have, they wouldn't have a first-round pick to send because they're already going to owe that for Rodgers. So they're not going to be able to do that unless you want to do a second. But I can't imagine if you're Green Bay trying to sell uh, Jordan Love as your quarterback to then just ditch your left tackle a week before the season. So. I, you know, I don't know. Because all sorry, go ahead. No, I'm just saying they want to put the team back together. I don't know, but go go ahead with all reports, or because I I don't know the reports. Well, all reports out of like the Jets, and even you see it apparently in uh, the heart second episode of Hard Knocks. You just see that this offensive line it was just getting killed. In uh, I write about it. In joint yeah, no, it was a bad. really tough time. And apparently, there's in the second episode, Robert Salah just cusses them out. Just let them have it. And I think, again, you got a 40 year old quarterback that the, the time is running out. They got to gel. And 
I think bring in someone like Dalvin Cook behind that line. Yeah, but if the line's not going to be there for him, I, and Dalvin Cook's lost a bit of that explosiveness, especially to take it to the outside, and you have Brees Hall who's coming off an ACL, which, mm-hmm. you know, running backs, even Saquon, who amazing as he was last year, coming the year after his tore his ACL, he, he didn't do anything. So yeah. I just, I, I, I get the move. I think it's good depth and it's smart because I think at the beginning of the season, Brees Hall is still going to be coming back and they're not going to want to rush him. But the thing is, Dalvin Cook's still coming. He hasn't even practiced and he hasn't mm-hmm. been cleared to practice. He had sold shoulder surgery. So if anything, like if anyone's happy, the Bills should be happy because week one, you're coming in with this offensive line with a running back who's going to have, what, few practices before mm-hmm. he gets thrown in. So, again, maybe it'll work out in a few weeks when they get ready. But then, to me, what happens when, let's say, Brees, like you're paying him $8.6 million. Like, that's to be the starter. Mm-hmm. Like, what happens if Brees Hall just takes off and starts playing like he did last year, which is incredible? And is Dalvin Cook going to be okay just saying, I'll let the kid cook? I'll sit here on the bench with my eight. I don't know if he will, because I think he came there to get the ball. And I, with that offensive line performing as we hear, maybe, you know, you got to take everything in preseason with a grain of salt. But uh, if that offensive line is what they're reporting, it's, I don't think it's going to matter if they're running back kids right now. They yeah, got to fix that. I mean, Brees, I would say Brees and Dalvin Cook are two very different running backs. So, you know, Brees Hall likes to get at the outside, he's faster. Dalvin Cook is one of those guys that can bust through and then can just keep running. You know, he, he, he's he got this sort of bust and break moment where I think Brees is a little bit more fragile, but he's got that speed, that breakaway speed where he can go. I, I think they're complementary. The real problem is for the Jets, if you are going to go, you know, make the run for it, and your biggest liability is your offensive line, well, that's scary, you know, especially as a Bears fan, seeing that last year. Watching your quarterback yeah. get sacked, you know, three times in a in a first half, you're like, oh wow. Um it doesn't yeah, allow he's you- not and Justin Fields is not 40 years old and he can take the hits and he can run away from it. He yeah. can scramble. And Rogers does not have that. He's got to be sitting there being like Shh. But it busts all this your momentum good. because once people know that you've got this weak front line, that it doesn't matter. But, you've got a great running back. Bring, they're gonna they're gonna bring the house. They're always gonna bring it because every time it doesn't matter, you got a good running back. He you know, normally you want the running back to get a couple steps and then break into the play. If they don't have that opportunity, if they're getting smoked, you know, behind the play every time, if your ability to hit your running, you know, your wide receivers is just getting, you know, convoluted by these guys, it doesn't help them. So they're going to have to do something. I don't know if bringing in the old Bakhtier, it's like, you know, bring the old team back together. Like, no, these- I don't, I don't think that's going to happen. I don't see anyone trading their left tackle. I get he is a bit older and Ned has a lot of injuries, but I just don't, I just don't see that happening. It would just be like, who's running this team? You'd be I like, mean, is it just Rogers? At this point, you've got a sort of O line by committee like the other teams do. It's like, okay, we just bring in a whole bunch of big guys and we train them and we just all let them get plowed and we just, you know, all right, your knee got blown next. Just, yeah. just don't let That's him die. Don't let him die. You know, and 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 you're just gonna see name after name after name, but you just gotta be good in the training camp with it, just you know, because do the 49ers what they used to do, except do it, you know, with your O-line. Um, the other running back, obviously, is Jonathan Taylor. Um, which mm-hmm. look, the toxic you know, Britney Spears should be performing in that stadium every night. Hey oh, 
because now he's taking time for a personal matter which is i personally probably hate this i personally hate it um you know i hope her say yeah Ursi's not really again just showing himself to be like one of the worst owners again just um alienating one of the best players on the, the team. new snyder <laughs> when you have someone like anthony richardson who's really kind of you know you're throwing this rookie to the wolves and I, the biggest safety blanket you could have is jonathan taylor and the fact that he's not even going to have that just makes me think like the colts are going to be in for a world of hurt this year it seems and we will get because hey, you right. gotta have that play you gotta have him if you're anthony richardson why like who are you especially you don't really have that many weapons you're you, so I'd be very concerned if he doesn't play. And you're not going to be able to trade him. Like they've already shown that no one's going to give up big assets for a running back, especially one that wants to get paid, which is like the double, double-edged double sword. So they've kind of had no choice but either to pay him or just let him sit out, yeah. which I don't think he would do. Like, watch, see what Le'Veon Bell did. He still, to this day, regrets it. So if I were the, uh, If I were a CFL team, I would offer him as much money as he wanted. And just watch him run yeah. forever. Um, just yeah. give it to him. Because I don't think anyone in the CFL would stop a player. <laughs> it's like, go. Well, no. Here you go. I don't think that's I mean, happen, I know. I know. We, we all thought it was Ricky <laughs> Pinball. When Ricky the Pinball Williams went in, they're like, ah, oh, he's going to run through it. And he was good. But he was too small. Oh, Jonathan Taylor. Uh, I don't know. I'm just saying. Um, You know, that whole situation, the whole toxic thing. And we are going to get to our AFC South preview in a little bit. Um, But... Ugh. It is, though, hard because when you have that bile, you know, in the system, how does that affect yeah. the other players? You know, like, how does that affect us? Like, well, if he's treating him that way, well, my, yeah, course, my right? contract is up this year. You know, like, how does everyone else sort of look at their job and go, well, if this if this guy was one of our, our best guys. And yeah, and this is how he this, treats him. Yeah. Uh, Aye, it just shows you. I think it's just yeah, the continuing disrespect. Maybe they're just sitting there. Well, what do you expect? These are running back, right? They're just all everyone on the team yeah. just turned hey, on running it's backs. Now, toss them away. It's now just like a big joke amongst everyone. Hey, go get us some water, running back. Yeah, they're the dogs and the Irish. Um, <laughs> you know what? Um, I think we all got blindsided, and I know. Well, I know you fell in love that movie, and I we all watched. You know, I've never, I've never actually seen it. To be perfect, come on, (laughs) I've never seen the Blindside. No, I don't. I definitely won't watch it now. Oh well, thank you, Karen. Yeah, Um, I have not watched it yet. No, it was just one of those ones that just skipped me. I don't know. It just didn't. It just didn't. I didn't. Sandra Bullock and Tim McGraw. Come on, that's not a draw. No, that's a poem in some way. Not Um, for me. I think we but all. I knew, I knew the story. I knew the story and everything. Yeah. So I was just like, eh. Yeah. I mean, the story looked like a uh, white family uh, sees a very young, talented black kid does uh, spring him in, make money off him. Just white right. savior. Just play the play the play the Coolio song from. Uh, <laughs> so the crackers got movie. cracked, apparently. Yeah, but I mean, yes. I don't know. I saw. I saw. I mean, that's what I like. It's like, oh, it's a sad. It's a whole sad story. Like it's just weird. Like why now? Did he just watch the movie for the first time? Be like, hey, this movie's no, about me. I think it's because um, I think it's because um he's realized the amount of money uh, that's come through they've taken from the from movie itself and royalties 
and he wasn't listed in the royalties. So her two children and her family was, but he didn't get a penny off the movie. So it's like, hey, you know what? You've made money off my life. Uh, I'd like so to destroy the arts. No, he just wants to get paid for like, you know, being in it. He didn't get paid for the movie. That's ridiculous, isn't it? Yeah, that is crazy. So, I mean, I, I don't know. And then all this drama coming out with uh, the neighbors. What I'm thinking is this is going to be a Discovery series. <laughs> An untold on um, Netflix or something. Something. Uh, we all love the drama. We all love the drama. So we, so the drama, uh, we, we've done our uh, AFC East Peak. We've done our AFC yep. North Peak. Next time, oh, the dumpster Gang. fire, is it going out? Are the flames finally fanning? I don't think it's the worst of division. In I don't think it is I don't think... because I think the NFC I... South could be. But I, th- I agree. I think it's the NFC However, South. however, as we can uh, go through the smoldering ruins of the dumpster fire that used to be uh, formerly AFC South, um, you know, we're looking at a division that we all, you know, a lot of people, ah, Jacksonville are going to move to London. Now it looks like they're going to come to terms, get a brand new stadium. Tennessee. Oh, yeah, they're not going to leave. Everyone loves North Florida. I mean, that's where the meth is. Tennessee is where the crank is. But Tennessee, I don't know if you saw, they're unveiling their their plans for a brand new beautiful stadium as well. You got Houston. You've got Indianapolis. Um, Indianapolis, the darlings of this division before, um, you know, thinking they were going to go right with 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 Matt, and it all went wrong. And Houston, well, they've is had. Just- and seven indeed. straight years of, of a different quarterback <laughs> the Colts so yeah you know it's uh it's a swapping state uh, and yes. then you got Houston who's who's been to the you know had some defense who's been close um you know but then it's also just fallen down and and you wonder what's sort of going on they've made some some changes so we don't know so so Ryan and I are going to look at you know, we're not going to look at the the records yet, and, and no, we're, we're going to look at how we think this division is going to fare. Who's going to be fourth? Who's going to be third? And, and et cetera. Yes. So, Ryan, um, I'm going to start off with you. Obviously, okay. You got Jacksonville, Tennessee, Houston, Indianapolis. Who is the worst of the former worst dumpster fire in the NFL? I am going to go with the Colts. I think the Colts to be last place. I just think, again, with this Jonathan Taylor thing, I just don't think it's going to resolve itself. Um, it, what he's either going to do is he's going to get injured again and just sit out the season. Uh, and I, I just feel like this team is just, again, throwing Richardson, who's as good as the, the physical skills. Like, even with Josh Allen, that first year was rough to watch. Like, he felt he looked really lost. And Richardson's not a guy who's had a ton of snaps. He hasn't played, you know, like five, five years. I think he's just very very raw and i think without um without jonathan taylor they they have a new coach they have like a new system this 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 i think what they're going to do is probably be one of the worst teams in the league and potentially get marvin harrison jr Uh play back on his old dad's team and then they're going to start taking off because he according to everything he's going to be like top two three pick overall so Um, but yeah, I just don't see a good season. I think he's going to really find some growing pains. It's going to be rough. They do have a little Minshew magic. They could sprinkle in for a win. But I, I don't see them winning more than like five, to be honest with you, probably. I'd be I'd be really surprised. Um, 
I am going to agree with you on that one. Um, the toxicity of that locker room that must be in, and what's going on, and 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 the, and just the dynamic can't be really fun for a lot of the guys. Um, just knowing that this could be around the corner. I, along with you, I think that Minshew Mania is going to take a resurgence. I could see that being <laughs> that they may be straying, that they lose a whole bunch of games, and then he wins like three, and then he gets pulled, and then they lose, and then they're horrible. Um, well, that's so worst case scenario. You don't have to keep pulling him, pushing, putting him in, pulling. Like if he, like sometimes you have to sit him for a game to just be like, dude, just watch this. <laughs> well, like sometimes like, it gets a bit rough. There was a time in Josh Allen's first season where after I think the Packers game where it was he was so bad that game. Like, part of me was just like, I think he should sit and watch. Yeah. I don't think he's very good at this. And then luckily you gotta just roll with the punches i think if you're indie you just gotta accept this is gonna be rough let's have a little fun with the roller coaster this richardson he's gonna make a lot of mistakes but he's gonna do some stuff that wows you um so it just enjoy it but and just to know just like with all the like if you can get another top five pick and then get a receiver to go with them you're set and then the afc just has more weapons yeah another powerhouse the, the the difficult thing I think that we all see in in rookie quarterbacks in the NFL is you get smoked, and and it's one thing to get hit in the NCAA, you get smoked in the NFL. Like big men hit you, so and coaches like to embarrass you. Yeah, and so especially if you decide to do some little floaty college play where it's like I'm going back to my instincts, and you go run and roll out somewhere, and it's like you go to find some guy. And a middle linebacker just comes and puts you into the dirt. Yeah. I, I used to love her locker doing that. So that's, I think, you know, those things. You, you wonder in these quarterbacks. Minshew, the magic mustache ride is not going to take you there. Magic mustache ride is going to stay in the pocket. He's going to hand it off. So uh, He never gets given a chance. He's never been given that chance, Minshew. He will be. What could have been? They're going to do a documentary of what could have been 30 for 30 on Minshew. He, he's like the new little Fitz. He he fits in a new demographic. Well, anyway, third. We got third in your uh, AFC South. Third is where I go with Houston. Um, okay. I actually kind of like a few of the pieces there. They have this receiver. I think he's been. I've seen some good highlights. I think his name's Tank Dell. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's looked really really good in, in what clips I've seen him. Again, I think CJ Stroud's going to struggle. He's going to have his moments, um, but he's got Damon Pierce at least. He has a decent yeah. offensive line, right? They, they have Laramie Tunsil. Yeah. They have some guys at least that are going to be able to protect him to give him some time. He'll probably, you know, and they did, you know, they got a good defensive coach who can get that defense playing a bit tougher. And Houston's just one of those plucky teams that just squeaks out wins. I think Lovey Davis was, or Lovey Smith, sorry, was yeah. never the answer. Uh, so it feels like, that was just a thanks for holding the fort down for one year. And let's go with, um, I think it did D'Amico Ryans. Is that yeah. who the coach is now? I think, I think, I believe think, so. I think that's the name. Um, yeah. Maybe. I, I'll have to double check. But um, I, I think it's going to be a good, an absolute good year for them. I think they're going to have a little bounce back season. They'll get a little bit of, of hope coming in. So I'm going to go with the Texans then. No, I, I'm actually, I agree with you on this one. I, I think the Texans are um, plucky. You know, it's, it's one of these things and, Houston is uh, very good at home, um, especially they've got this weather where sometimes where it's just a toilet tank of, of hurricane season down there. And uh, it's, you know, when it's sweaty ball sack in your face all the time, 
And it's like that Florida thing. You're able to manage it. Again, it's it's a weird thing that uh, Houston, as you mentioned, has this you know quite aggressive with Tunsil offensive line, which keeps them in games and allows Pierce to get some runs. He for fantasy, I think he's going to be a very top ten. Yeah, fantasy. and he's he's not really high on like average because he's he goes the, in again, like the four. Going back to he's the number one guy in the team, you know, and 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 yeah. they're going to rely on him. So when you have a fantasy player, it's like he's getting the points. They're just going to give it to him. You know, he's getting 150 yards a, a game. I think you know now you get rid of Brandon Cooks, you get rid of some of that wide receiver stuff. Maybe they can throw the ball around. Um, but I I can't see them winning enough. You know they'll they'll get blown enough. So now we've got two teams left. Let's go two and one. Yeah, I think we'll probably be the same. I'm gonna go. Probably. I'm gonna go with the Titans. I'm gonna go with the Titans. Yeah. yeah. Um. Again, I think you're gonna have Tannehill. I think Tannehill's good enough to kind of keep his job. I think again, he Will Levis doesn't feel like he's ready to take over. And Malik Willis is apparently having a decent camp. So uh, where a lot of people thought last year, this guy's going to be out of the league yeah. in a couple of years. So, again, I think they, they have at least Mike Vrabel, who's a competent coach, who always seems to just at least make this team competitive. My worry is, is just like all the, the, the hits that Henry keeps taking. Like he's been injured yeah. the last couple of years. So, you, you know, he's the guy's going to break down eventually. And you, they've run him into the ground. I think they need him now more than ever. So he's be one I'd just be like if in fantasy if I had like a top pick and he was there I just it would just scare me too much I just feel like we're we're just waiting for the Derrick Henry fall back to earth season and I feel like this could be it just feels like this team even with Hopkins it just feels very middly like it's mm. not going to do much it's not going to be it can compete but in the end they're not going to have the weapons to to match like a Jacksonville. Um, so yeah, so I see him maybe pushing for a playoff spot, but probably not even. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm with you on the Derrick Henry that sort of up and down that you know he could have a couple weeks where it's like, oh, 30 points, 40 points, and then like two, four. Um, but uh, yeah, Tennessee again, they just you know, I think they've had Traylon Burks just went down with an ICL or LCL down. Well, I don't think it was an ACL, so I think LCL, he, only, but uh, I mean, still yeah. injury, but it's still you know, it's, CL. Like, it's a CL, it's it's still like uh, it's not a good thing to start. It's like I'll be fine to start the season, it's like will you? Um, because the NFL is competitive, I, I just feel that Tennessee has sort of missed it, like they had the chance, yeah, and it's like they're falling now. Um, and it's hard to be optimistic if you're trying to write the ship. Yeah, it is. And and your wins are going to come at your own division's expense, but a few other teams are going to take a beating on you. Um, and and use you as an example. Um, so, um, yeah, I've got Tennessee coming in second. First, then Ryan and I share the same team. Uh, Trevor Lawrence, Jackson. that's Doug right. Peterson, his his son will probably be cut, but um, Jacksonville, you know, to win this division for Jacksonville is great. You know, obviously sets you up for the playoffs. Um, but they have quite a, you know, the the team this year is quite a bit different than it was last year. Well, yeah, well, they do. They do have. Uh, well, they got more weapons now. They're getting Calvin Ridley back, mm-hmm. um, which is, feels like just a great, great trade. It's looking like it's going to be a great trade. Trevor Lawrence again. 
we forget how this guy was supposed to be generational and it maybe and you know he got urban mired in the first uh. season and last season we saw the flashes especially you know the comeback game against the chargers in the playoffs and and now we're giving them even more weapons with um you know with kirk and 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 um was it etn you know yeah. they got the weapons Dave jones is even good for them last year yeah and then you add you add calvin ridley to that mix like this team's gonna be dangerous like i think the the buffalo the london game is gonna be great that's just gonna could be a shootout in the middle of london so i think yeah to me they're the scary team they got the kind of i think they got the heat and everyone everyone everyone's already kind of backing them and i think they could be a team that could go deep um in the playoffs because i think lawrence is ready to just step up and just have his have his moment in the sun yeah i mean they are playing with confidence now they've got this team that seems to be coming together running game the defense offensive line and it's sort of it's an interesting thing with the london games in the past in that that they used to be sort of like oh you know london it didn't really matter it was just a game of the schedule but if Jacksonville could win two games in London over the heat of just being here, experience, having it, that's two wins, you know? Yeah. And, and that, that's that's solid just by having this European experience. So it'll be interesting to see if that has any effect. I mean, if, you know, if they go one and one, fine. But if they do go two and oh, you know, it, it shows that the London games definitely give them an advantage. Um. I can see them top in this division. You know, obviously it's going to be tough when they get in the playoffs, but um, yeah, AFC South. I, I only see yeah, one team out of that division. I feel like it's only going to be Jacksonville. Yeah, there can only be one. And and yeah. usually they get dumped um, after that. That is it, folks, for our NFC South peak podcast for this one. Ryan and I have had a great time talking with you. Make sure you check out the website, all our social media We've got uh, all the shizma bobs and uh, jizma thingies. Thanks a lot <laughs> for listening.